0: Hey guys, some quick notes, um, just a little quick stuff. This is the last of our 30 teams in less than 30 days. Um, 29 of those podcasts are on the Shaw's Law podcast feed. If you're looking for the Phoenix Suns, I did that one as a guest on at Corbin NBA show. So you can find the Phoenix Suns on his. This was a really, really fun stretch for me where I did roughly about 35 podcasts in like 25 days. I'm excited for this episode because it's the New Orleans Pelicans. And I bring in my brother, Yosh, a.k.a. J. Shaw, follow him at J. Shaw, zero, three, two, four, five. And at the 30 minute mark, we're done talking hoops and we get into some fun Harry Potter stuff. So if you're here for the Harry Potter things, skip ahead to the 30 minute mark. And if you're here for hoops, you can just play this straight through. Let's get into the show. I love you guys and appreciate you. Yep, y'all know what time it is, y'all know who I am and what I do. Welcome to the Shaw's Law Podcast, and this is a very special edition for many reasons. This shit's so special, I ain't even tell y'all that I am the pod god, aka Harry Potter. But I got my right-hand man with me, my best friend, my little brother. Like not, yo, this my little bro, we grew up, like really my little brother. Jay Shaw 03245, and we are going to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. And because I've been basketball potting so hard, so crazy lately, we're going to give you some fun at the back half and we're going to talk Harry Potter. Not to be confused with me, Harry Potter. But Jay Shaw, say what up. What up? What up? Damn, it is cold. All right, off rip. I had you on because you're—I would—you're a Duke guy, and the Pelicans have two very prominent young Duke players. Man, who the greatest Duke players of all time? You're not just gonna disrespect JJ like that. Oh, oh, three very dominant, uh, prominent Duke players. My fault to JJ Reddick, a fellow podcaster like myself. Me and JJ both been in the pod game for years now. You haven't. We have been. After one year, you get the two years, and that's years.
1: <laughs> this guy.
0: Um, just a little closer to the mic. Or I'll move it closer to you because I'm just so loud. All right, so first of all, who's your favorite player on the Pelicans?
1: Oh, without a question. Zion Williamson. <laughs> nah, nah. It's, it's Brandon Ingram. It's B.I. Bi's the guy. Uh,
0: what is it about Brandon Ingram that you like so much? I
1: think he just has a, a smooth game. And, like, guys with those, like, body types with those, like, Kevin Durant kind of builds, like 6'9", 6'8", with freakishly long arms, can score from anywhere on the court. Like, I just like watching guys play like that. And then, like, occasionally he'll throw it on you. So, like, I don't know. He's just always been one of the – like, once he got to uh, Duke – I was like, oh yeah, this guy's it. Like you could just see him like with all the potential, and then finally see him coming to his own last year after getting traded from the Lakers was just like really a great thing to watch because everyone was always making fun of Bi talking about more more uh, what was it more tattoos than uh, skills. That was one of them. He spent all his tattoos on. Uh, oh, his VCO tattoos. tattoos. That's my. Like, that, that's my
0: favorite one.
1: They had a whole bunch of jokes, but. He stayed the course, and he was still, like, really young, so to see him most improve and, like, really turn up last year was uh, really fun to watch just as a Duke fan and for him being, like, my favorite player.
0: And he had an all-star birth last year. Like, he was an all-star.
1: Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah.
0: So, first of all, we're not going to gloss over that Brandon Ingram shouldn't even be a Duke guy. Like, he played for Jerry Stackhouse's AAU team. He's from Jerry Stackhouse's hood, but... Uh, Carolina had uh, sanctions because they just didn't make people go to class.
1: Yeah, yeah so and I know he was going to go. And then he, he said, yo, you, you know you're schooling some nuts here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't go. Like, what was he supposed to do? He was supposed to come to Kentucky. <laughs> he said, yeah, I can't be doing that.
0: Um, all right, so that's your favorite dude on this team. Who else do you like? Uh, we're, you know we're going to talk about time, so let's skip to, let's skip him for now. Who else on this team,
1: like, catches your eye? Uh, man, I don't want to keep homer with the two guys, but, like, these dudes, man. I mean, I I, I really don't like uh, this team. Like, I, I, I like the team, but I'm saying, like, I don't like the people that are built around it. And even though, like, Drew used to gun, at least Drew had, like, a pretty game. I'm trying to think right now. Uh, oh, man. They don't have. All
0: right, you
1: want to uh, do uh, <laughs> All right, what's your favorite Pelicans' memory from last year, or just in general? Just in general? it gotta be, well, It's going to be Ingram. It's going to be B.I. having the almost 50 and hitting that game winner versus the Jazz. And it was right before the All Star break, too. So I know that's what gave them the edge to get them little last votes. All right, uh, I think if I had to name my favorite
0: Pelicans' moment from last year, it's Zion's debut. Where all the oh, he runs. was going he crazy. Got the yeah, that was
1: a D. That was that, that. That was that was crazy, and then they just took him out. <laughs> I mean, I know they had to, but he like got a, a minutes restriction. A, it was just so heartbreaking. Like he's going crazy. What happened to that boy? Oh yeah, he can't play the last minutes.
0: All right, so let's do some subtraction, additions, and subtractions. The Pelicans have lost. They lost Drew Holiday, Derek Favors, Etuan Moore, Jaleel Okafor, Darius Miller, and Frank Jackson. Do any of those guys, do? does losing any of those guys mean anything significant to you? Uh,
1: just Drew Holiday. But I uh, like what they got in return for like the picks-wise. Not really a fan what they got with like Eric Bledsoe. Drew Holiday is the only one that really, kept, like the Etuan Moores and the Duke boys. Like, yeah, they Duke boys, but like they not them boys. So like I don't really think that really messes them up. Um, the
0: additions are uh, Kira Lewis Jr., uh, Eric Bledsoe, like you mentioned, Steven Adams, and uh, Willie Hernan Gomez from Charlotte. Charlotte yeah. Not the one, not the Gomez that is in Minnesota.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Any of those guys move the needle for you, excite you in any way?
1: Nah. Those are, I really don't like this team. Like the way don't the way... even
0: like uh, the draft pick, Kira Lewis Jr.?
1: I think he's good, but I don't know. I think it's going to be hard for him to find minutes. Like, I know everybody jokes about, like, uh, how Lonzo played so bad in the bubble, but I told you, like, it was, like, once... Like, before the bubble, Lonzo was, like, really hooping. Like, he was a respectable shooter. He was actually a good three... Well, he was above average as a three-point shooter. He was making plays. Like, he was really... He was always good defensively, so, like, he was really hooping. Like, once Corona came around or... it was like they told him, yo, Lonzo asked the coach, like, yo, is the season coming back? And he was like, nah, there's no way. And then he just, like, completely, like, just stopped hooping and just didn't look at a basketball, didn't even play 2K. When they told him the season was coming back, he was just all out. of. I don't know what happened. But... I think Lonzo's gonna get uh, the bulk of the minutes at PG. You have two... P- they're gonna start two PGs. Lonzo and Bloodsoe, And then you have... They actually like uh, Nikhil Al- Alexander-Walker. Who is a, a gun. Gunner. Yeah, he, oh, he's he a gun. You know, he does. But, like, I feel like it's still gonna be uh, far hard for uh, Kira Lewis to... Junior to find minutes on this team. Like, I could see him uh, honestly going down to the G. Well, that's a high pick to send down to the G League.
0: Um, <clears throat> so... Can we talk... You know Lonzo's a career 50% free throw shooter? I read that in an article the other day. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Nick Dormis, who wrote the article. I thought it was a typo. No,
1: nah, I knew he was always, I didn't know it was that bad, but I knew he was
0: bad. Um, from the losses, Etwan Moore is, like, really cool if he's, like, your fourth guard. Like... He's just a
1: solid NBA player. No, he's definitely, I feel like he's he's like a good veteran. Yeah, like But he doesn't really move the needle. Like, he's probably a good guy that you want around, young guy, to show, like, all right, he's a professional, like, how to get things done. Even last year, Zion talked about him. Zion was like, this is a guy that's not even, uh, like, he might not, like, be, like, a really household name. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're, like, a real hoop hoop head. But, like, he comes to work every day. He showed you how to be professional. And, like, he gets his job done.
0: What are they doing here? Like Stephen Adams? I, I
1: don't they? know what they're doing. Like they're like they're trying to make it harder to score for like the two best players. Like their two bucket getters, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson. Like they're literally giving them zero space. Like I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of. I like Jackson we, we, Hayes. Like we, every so, time he
0: plays, I'm like, yo, I, I like this kid.
1: No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like we saw Philly struggles last year, right? Hmm. And, like, that was when they had, like, the two bigs with o- Horford and... Um, and Bede. And Bede. Yeah, you know I'm saying, like, I don't know if there's any... I'm trying to think. Of, I'm drawing a blank. Are there any teams that run two bigs like that? Like, non-shooting bigs that... Not like
0: that, but, like, we watched Philly struggle with it, and then the first thing Daryl Morey did was... Was re
1: the whole roster and just get, surround them around shooters. He got
0: more shooting. He traded Josh Richardson for Seth Curry to get more shooting, and he got Al Horford out of there...
1: So that he didn't have to play two bigs. And for the league to just... I mean, for like them to be like, yeah, this is the direction we want to go, it's just kind of head-scratching to me.
0: Like, because even... I'd assume Zion's best position is going to be the 4-5. slash five. Yeah, it is. I agree. And then I think Ingram's best position is... probably a ball-handling 4.
1: Yeah, as long as you get, like, another... Big wing around him, I can see. Yeah, like you want
0: another big wing. Well, let's just get into it. Who's the projected starting lineup?
1: Um, uh, Lonzo at the one. uh, They said that Eric's going to play the two, uh, Bloodso. B.I. at the three. Zion at the four. And Adams at the five.
0: It's not... A bad lineup. It really just is the shooting is no, it's, so it's gonna subpar.
1: It's, 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 it's going to be... If they make it to the offs, God willing, they do, you're going to see a lot of struggles.
0: Well, not no knock against Brandon Ingram, he probably shouldn't be your best shooter in the lineup. And he's the best shooter in this lineup by a very, very large margin. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's... I mean, I could see like I could see like uh, JJ starting some games and maybe like Josh Some games
0: you gotta either move Bledsoe or sit Bledsoe down and say. I want them
1: to move Bledsoe. Oh my god!
0: You gotta gotta sit Bledsoe or Lonzo down and say one of you guys can't start. You guys have to have a position battle. We no, but I'm saying, but like, even I'm
1: just saying, uh, they 100 percent do, and as we talked about before with uh, the, the rookie, the Lewis Junior kid, like having if you have uh, Bledsoe come off the bench, he's eating two minutes like that. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like they have a lot going on, that's literally doing nothing. Like how you got a lot going on that's doing nothing, <laughs> like it just don't even make sense. All
0: right, so they, they got a lot of picks. They have a lot of draft. I do capital. like that. That I said that. Is that something that we think they use to get rid of Bledsoe or do they package for another star? Like you're locked into Brandon Ingram. He just signed an extension. We've never seen anybody that's any good at basketball turn down uh, the take the qualifying offer and become a restricted free agent. Like the best player that ever did that is Greg Monroe. And you know what I've always thought about Greg Monroe? He sucks.
1: I thought you said you wanted to play like him because he was uh, lefty. You had I that lefty mean, thing in common, and you I said he hit, hit that th- shimmy 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 over the right hook
0: like that wasn't sucks. that wasn't you? That wasn't me.
1: And up and unders and all that trauma Detroit basket that wasn't that that wasn't me. Oh my fault. That that wasn't the pod guy.
0: That wasn't Harry Potter. That wasn't podcast poppy. That wasn't none of those things.
1: I just thought that was you. It
0: wasn't. He just. He's like the only one that has ever been like a probably a lottery pick that said, they said, hey, here's an offer. And he said, no, I'm going to play one year on the qualifying offer and then hit restricted free agency. Dudes like Zion don't do that. So you're locked into those two as your best two players.
1: That's what you want to.
0: The awesome thing here is that we're in year two of Zion. So you have three more years on his rookie deal. So you can probably get, like, if you didn't take in nasty money like Bledsoe and Adams, you can make a play. Maybe that's the move. Maybe next summer they make a move for a third star, somebody that's more established, but not going to ruin the pecking order. Does that make sense?
1: A guy that, like, fits right in. I get what you're saying. Floor space. What, what type of guy do you think that is? Because like, you would think like um, above a, a Drew. Yeah, like I'm that saying,
0: kind of guy is. I think you need another. I think it's a point guard. I think it's a point guard, and it's.
1: You don't think Zoe's in the future? I'm not sure. No, if They I, don't I, think. Zoe's I, in the,
0: I don't think Zoe's in their future. Like not in a bad way. I just don't think. With you, you're locked into Zion and Brandon Ingram. I don't think Zoe appeals to their strengths. Like, there's certain things he does good. Like, he's a really good defender. He's he's a ball mover. Like, he's not going to hold on to it. If he gets it off the rim, he'll pitch it up ahead. But I think they need... It's that
1: he can't shoot. If his shit wasn't broken, he'd be fine. He's not a really... I think you're... I want to He's really not that bad of a shooter. He's not that good of a shooter either. No, but, like, I think he's a dude... One thing I could say about uh, them ball boys, I really do believe... Yeah, they're hard workers. And I, like, before... Like, I watched a lot of Pelicans games because I had League Pass last year. And just... The way the way Lonzo played in the bubble, it was really like someone like stole his. What would they do in a It was they like stole that. His yeah. No, no. I'm serious, cause like I, I like before at the start of the season, he started off pretty rough, right? Like he and I was just thinking, damn, like come on, Zo. And I want Lonzo to be good, just because like he reminded me of one of my old favorite players, Jason Kidd, and I saw like a little bit of the similarities, and I was like, all right, I, I I'm messing with him. He's cool. Dad talk a lot. Let's see what let's see what son Belt. And then he had a stretch where he, like, turned around. And I was like, damn, Lonzo's, like, really, really hooping. And he was playing some of his best basketball, like... And this was before Zion came back. So, and then when Zion came back, instantly, you just saw the chemistry between those guys. And it was like, oh, my God, this could be, like, really fun to watch. And then the bubble just happened. And then all his juice just went away.
0: Okay, so you said something interesting. Are we sure he's just not a slow starter then? You said he started the season really, really rough. And then he got his mojo. Maybe the bubble's not big enough. The bubble was only eight games. Maybe he's somebody that it takes a while to get into rhythm. Like, he might be. Uh, after the 15 game mark, he's really going to hit his stride. The Pelicans no, didn't I, make the playoffs. No, They're, I
1: think. I think. Uh... I honestly think, like, the bubble games were, like, all oh, playoff games. And everyone the intensity was, like, really high. So, I think, like, even he did come back to... Like, I don't think he played... As bad as he played, I don't think, like, that was the real Zell, But I don't think... I do think, like, he might have, like, took a hit, like, regardless. Just because, like, the intensity of the bubble games were, like, just so high. In games like that are... I won't
0: say they're tougher than playoff games. But they offer a unique challenge. Like, if it's one game and it's playoff intensity... Like, the scout isn't as deep. Like, in a playoff series, by game like three or four, you're like, yo, I know what sets they like to run, and I know this level of intensity. One game, like, the scout's not as deep, so it's not, no, no, this is what they're going to run. It's, this is just super intense, and I don't know the plays that are coming? This is rough.
1: Yeah, the, the bubble, bubble was magical, man.
0: Um... The homie uh, Ricky G tweeted this the other night. Me and you talked about. It. I just wanted to bring it up on air. Brandon Ingram lead ball handler.
1: I mean, I always think that uh, putting the ball in uh, your best player, your two best players' hands is gonna lead to success. Just because who else would you rather have with the ball? You know what I mean? Especially like with the skill sets that they had. Because like Ingram has solid vision. This is a guy that can average like five to six assists. And uh, from what uh, what I read is it looks like they're going to be wanting Zion to handle the ball a little bit more too, which makes sense to me because, like, he's a guy that's so skilled and he's just, like, a dominant force. Like, he get, like, even with the lack of space and, like, he's so quick. And if you're there, he's just going to run right through you. He's like lefty Blake Griffin. Like, he really just be running right <clears throat> through people.
0: Like, I always remember that, like, dudes who were really watching could always tell you, like, the casual fan is, oh, Blake Griffin, he's the Duncan guy. He's uh he's funny. He's in the Kia commercials. Like, real hoop heads knew that, like, Blake could handle the ball and was a much better passer than he got credit for.
1: I don't think Zion's quite the level of passers uh Blake was. I think he's a much better ball handler,
0: though. And I, not that I think Blake was a bad ball handler. I just think I Zion think
1: moves better. I was going yeah, to say, he just... It's so quick. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's just so explosive. And then, like... Even if you're there, like when you're moving that quick and like someone hits you with that speed, you're like, you're gonna, you're gonna stumble, you're gonna move out the way. Like, it's just hard to. Defend Dudes that. aren't
0: supposed to be built like that. Also, I know his name is Zion, and I said this on the Playgrounder uh, Top Fifty Players piece. Like certain names probably don't need nicknames, but I think Zion needs a nickname.
1: Why right. Zion's fine.
0: Zion's fine, but like. Even guys with other unique nicknames get, or names, get dope names. King James, the chosen one. Um, Carmelo, the big bully. Like, I haven't really heard the big bully.
1: Oh, I've heard the
0: big bully. Like, I just think, like, we got to get Zion a fire nickname. And nothing stupid like ZW0. I hate when they combine your initials with your jersey number. Like, take that nonsense out of here. There's only one time that's ever been acceptable. CP3?
1: No. Oh. Paul George.
0: PG-13. Because, like, it's a play on something else. And, like, it's even funnier because, like, this nigga's not even rated R. He's (laughs) PG-13. He's not rated R. He's
1: (laughs) PG-13. That's pg cut straight. Um, another
0: time it was acceptable was, uh, Andre, Andre Karolinko, AK-47. It would have been way doper if, like, he was a, an elite shooter, but, like, he was Russian and the AK-47 was made in Russia, so, like, we'll take what we can get, but if he would have had the hand cannon,
1: way flyer. The yeah, AK-47 was the dopest name. He just didn't look like someone that deserved that nickname. <laughs> like, man, <laughs> I was like, he got this name? Yeah. Shit, it's only up for here for me. <laughs> <laughs> he got this name.
0: Um, is it out of the question? I right, I have a stat line here that I predicted for Zion this year. What is your predicted stat line, and we'll see how close we come to each other.
1: I think he's gonna average around twenty six to twenty seven. I can see like. I don't, I don't know. Is he going to get the whole? Is he going to get the whole yeah. 10 rebounds? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm that's i got. I got stuck there
0: for a second. <laughs> I just assumed ten. he would. Just because I think he's going to be a grab-it-and-go guy off the rim. And he's yeah. also going to... Get a lot damn, of second chance. Yeah, damn, I missed it. that buddy. Okay,
1: so I'll give him... <laughs> 27, 10, and what? 4. So we're right around the same page.
0: I oh, I had him at twenty as a whole number, like he was gonna get above twenty. I probably would have set my real number at twenty four. Oh, he's gonna he's
1: he's gonna have to twenty four. <laughs> he just this. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's so good. Long as he long as they don't start doing no weird stuff with like with his minutes, bro. I'm telling you, he's just <laughs> You can't stop him from scoring. He averaged twenty two last year, so
0: I don't think twenty four is
1: he averaged 22 last year on a miniature stricter. You got to yeah, remember yeah, the no, game. I know he
0: could bring. 26 isn't out of the question. It's not nuts. That's, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, 10 boards, and I'd probably have it closer to 11 because I think he's going to get. No, no, the,
1: I'm not going to go that. I, think, I just
0: think he's going to get three or four cheap ones like, damn, Zion missed a bunny, but then he dumped it on his head off the rim. Like, I think he's The gonna biggest
1: get, thing is, uh, I didn't get to watch the last game, but uh, if his free throws is real. Like, as long as it's, like, the first uh, preseason game I watched, they they played, like, the Heat or whatever, but, like, he was, like, 10 for 11 from the line. And, like, he said he made an emphasis, like, I can't leave that free money on the table because he knows he's going to get fouled a lot. So if he shoots good at the free throw line, then, like, that's definitely going to be... Oh, yeah. I want to see what he shot. All right,
0: is there anybody you think pops on this team?
1: Uh, Like like a sleeper?
0: Yeah, like a guy that... The casual fan is going to like... The Pelicans have a lot of national TV games. And when they're on, the casual fan's going to be like, I did not know Sun got busy like this.
1: No. No? Okay. All right, all right. I think they're going to be... I think Melly could be useful for them just because, like, he's a big man that can shoot. And, like, they're going to... We just talked about, like, the lack of space. And then, like, Brandon Ingram being, like, the best shooter by far is, like, not really great. So I think Melly could be, definitely be useful... Uh, Josh Hart is always a good player, but I don't think there's going to be a guy that's just going to step out of the realm. If that is, if there is a guy that's going to do that, it will be Zoe. Oh, I think it's
0: Nikhil Alexander-Walker. He just gets shots on the rim. He's just so aggressive. And I think he's going to... I think he's just going to force his way into minutes. Like, for me, I just think like that. I haven't watched as much Pelicans as you, but for me, it's just, damn, this guy's aggressive. He's got the ball to get. Oh, and it's on
1: the rim. Maybe it's just because I hate him so much. (laughs) But why do you hate him? Oh, he doesn't shoot. Like, he just out there just, like, playing like this is real my player. Like, no one ever told him to pass. Like, he don't got no a button. every time he comes in. And it's like, what pick was he? Um,
0: he's in last like, year's draft class. I can actually look it up. But.
1: Oh my God. Like he came in, like he was top five. Like he said, top five is me. What did they say? Dylan, Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Like he's just gone so much. Oh man. I,
0: but like that level of aggression. And I feel like they like it. I feel like the Pelicans are really? into it. They allow it. Um, he was, uh, the 17th pick last year. Good God. And then he's, He's he's a little bit smaller than I like. He's like six five.
1: He's he's a good six five though. Like he's long. He's
0: like he has a nice solid frame on yeah. him. I think he's the guy that, when like they're like, damn, the Pelicans are on again. People are gonna be like, yo, Nikhil Alexander Walker. He was out
1: here, B. He just I guess I I don't know, man. Stan Van Gundy's the new coach, and we know you have
0: a history with Stan Van Gundy. I do. Yeah, you remember when, like, through the legs behind the back, he was showing them how- That was you guarding them. When he did- <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was you. Not many people know, but that was you. Uh, it was so funny. I actually like Stan. It seemed like the biggest thing that like, he put an emphasis on is uh, the defense. That's what really, like, stands out to me. Because, like, I, uh, you hear some of the quotes, and in Brent angle was like, we need to stop talking about players... Being two way because basketball is like you play offense and defense. <clears throat> and I was thinking, like, yeah, that should all sound cool until I remember Tatum giving you damn near 50 and three quarters. <laughs> like, when you when like, he was, I felt like the Pelicans playing them last year. They was like, yo, you want to get 30 tonight? <laughs> Tonight's your lucky night. Like, the way they used to just give up layups and just not care about defense, it was just like, do they ever like go over film like yo? We 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 got to try like just give like a little bit of effort, and it seems like Stan has put an emphasis on that. And like because he he got he got them guys actually giving an f on defense and like is in to see because like if you try, things actually could go well, and especially like if you have like the long frame for it, you know what I mean. So, hopefully they actually hopefully it's just not fool's gold because it's just preseason.
0: What's Stan Van Gundy's most famous quote?
1: I don't know. You may be thinking that Memphis dude.
0: Nah. Build a fucking wall.
1: Oh, okay. All right, what are the expectations
0: for the Pelicans? Like as a Pelicans fan, what would you deem a good season? Like you'd walk away at the end of the season like, nah, my my guys did that. We're moving in the right
1: direction. Uh definitely making the playoffs because like last year I do think they could have made the playoffs. If Zion was healthy, I truly do believe that. Even if they even got to finish the season like the way without the Rona, I do think they had a really good shot at making the playoffs.
0: They had the easiest schedule left according to, like, all the metrics.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me think. Just for you don't want any guys to, like, take a step back, so. No regression I, from Brandon Ingram, that's fine. I don't know if he's going to be an all-star this year. Like, but uh, that
0: doesn't necessarily show regression. Like, if he's a better player and there's just better players ahead of him and there's not enough all-star spots, okay. that's not regression. Like, regression is, yo, know, how does he suck? Zo regressed. Zo regressed <laughs> in the bubble, like that's regression. Life. I I, like I don't think
1: I don't think he's gonna be doing that. No, no. But, but I uh,
0: mean, like that's an example of regression. Not making the All Star team. While you could still sucks. be, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, but uh, success for me would be them making the playoffs. I, I don't know, like who they get matched up, but like if they could win around, steal around, steal depends. around. Okay. And I think, so, man. Winning around would just be really good for them. I don't even know if they could uh So
0: stealing around is like high end. We really had a great year, but making the playoffs is
1: Step one for me. We, step, we, step like step one. you okay. step like you definitely gotta make the playoffs and uh show that like you're trending in the right direction, even though it looks like the organization is trying to bet against you guys.
0: Alright. That ends our Pelicans talk, unless you have anything else you want to say.
1: Nah, just uh hopefully I don't, I, don't I, I just really hope that uh, what we've been reading is true like they stagger the minutes because like last season there were some times where they would have uh, zo in uh, I mean uh bi in uh, Zion off and why like that's just silly you know so what, I mean? what you've
0: read is that one of them will be on the court at all times and when they and they'll stagger their minutes because they want both of them to handle the ball so much that it's easier with the
1: other one off the court, correct? Yeah, that's exactly what that means. So, and hopefully if they buy into defense, get in, uh, get in the transi- uh, transition because, like, they got the athletes to do it. They got a great pass in PG and, like, you get Zion going downhill and it's just it's really hard to stop. It,
0: it, it could get bad. It could get ugly for people.
1: So, that's all I'm looking for. I uh, really hope. Everyone gets to stay healthy and just uh, a great season. All
0: right. We're at about the 29-minute mark, and that ends basketball discussion. So if you are here for Strictly Basketball, thank you for tuning in. Me and my brother are about to jump into some Harry Potter, and I can't wait. It might be- um. I'm about to play a sound. I'm about to play an audio text message he sent me so you guys can hear how some of our conversations go. And then we'll get right into Harry Potter.
1: Man, I can't watch this nigga Harry, man. This nigga's just too cold, bro. Every time I just, like, he does some shit that's some just, damn, that's a real nigga shit. And I just pause him, like, my eyes aren't worthy. Like, I, I just can't. This nigga's too cold. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how I can. I'm on the last one, and, like, this nigga's just too cold, bro. All
0: right, bro. Where do you want to start? You want to start with Riley's questions? You know. You can, you can start
1: wherever. Matter, all right. Man. Well,
0: you know Riley. What does Riley say? To the death of us. Um, he actually texted me that the other day. <laughs>
1: um, is that still on? Or does it just goes like that? Yeah. Right.
0: So, who's your favorite character and Why?
1: Who's my favorite character? Oh man. I don't, I don't I don't know. Like it's it's I mean Harry Harry just so cold, but my son my son uh, Weasley man. My son. I don't know. I, I kinda Oh man.
0: Alright, let's take Harry out of the equation because I feel like it's easier to say Harry's your favorite character. That's where I'd go. Then so, probably
1: Round then his right hand man. Okay, that's fine. Because Ron's always... Because Ron, you always need a right-hand man that's ready to up his shit at any any altercation, any smoke. Ron, up in his wand. Psh, abracadabra, making niggas disappear. So, like, <laughs> that's... I just like Ron. He's always ten toes. And even when him and Harry wasn't really messing with each other and he found out about the dragons, he made up a goofy lie, but it was still him telling <laughs> Harry about the dragons. So, like, that's... Yeah, it gotta be Ron.
0: All right, for me... I want to give, like, some doofy, ge- deep answer. <clears throat> like, I really enjoy uh, Ginny Weasley. Especially in the books In the books Like her characters Developed so much more Like uh, she's say. just A badass in the books. She
1: No she's the baddest In the movies Cause like one time I was falling asleep And she shot a spell And I jumped up And said What the fuck was that <laughs> I was like Her shit was so powerful But she has like Moments like that But like they the, the way you talked about it In the book Like she definitely Doesn't have Like they kinda They had to gloss t- over it
0: Some things have to get Left on the cutting yeah, okay. room floor But like she's bad Favorite book slash movie
1: I never read any book, so... Okay, so favorite movie. Favorite movie? Oh, man. I probably got to... I only heard about one nigga rising from the dead before, man. That's Jesus. And and the last movie, Harry, Harry rose from the dead. <laughs> so I got to go with the last movie. They was getting active in the last movie. There was a whole lot of wild shit going on.
0: So that is Deathly Hollows Part 2. Um, For me... Books-wise, it was always Goblet of Fire. Which one is that? That's the fourth one. That's the one you call, like, the Hunger Games one.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah the Hunger Games Until
0: one. I broke my foot and I reread Order of the Phoenix. Which one is that? The fifth one. When uh Oh, when
1: Dumbledore leaves in style and the black nigga was like, he said, you say what you want. But he's got style. When he He left was gangster. That was one of the most gangsters shit I ever seen. Because I remember remember thinking it. And then he said it. And I was like, yo! That was
0: tough. That was like So that's a fly moment. Like when he claps his hand and Fox gets him and he disappears. No, but the moment in five for me is when Dumbledore and Voldemort are dueling. And like we always give Harry credit for like not being afraid to save Voldemort. Like, when everybody's like, he who must not be named Harry, be like, nah, nah, that's Voldy. Yeah. Nah, my son Dumbledore took it to another level. He started talking to him the greasiest anybody has ever talked to Voldemort. He said, you shouldn't have came here tonight, Tom. Like, you're not even Voldemort to me. You're just Tom. He called him Tom. I ain't never heard nobody call Voldy yeah, was- Tom.
1: Dumbledore was my guy, too. He's He's a dude that definitely has a lot of... A dude that like if he was your favorite character, I could see like yeah, I respect it.
0: Well, uh, Dumbledore's so dope that like Dumbledore should be getting his own series. Like, what was young what was young Dumbie doing?
1: Yeah, my son, well, yeah, I don't know what young Dumbie was doing because a lot of people's getting murdered in the Dumbledore's day. <laughs> so, what was young Dumbie doing? That's a good question. When there was a lot of Voldemort going around, what was young Dumbie doing? <laughs> you don't hear <remember laughs> a lot of Voldemort happening. <laughs> <in heaven>?
0: Yes. <laughs> Alright, um, whose death hit you the hardest? Oh, this is a, this is a layup for
1: me. Well, uh, whose death hit me the hardest? Like, I don't, cause none of my, oh, it gotta be my son Ron Weasley's brother! When they got rid of my son Ron Weasley's twin? Like, if any, like, if you, ah, why would they kill him? Why did they have to kill him? Why? Cause like that's his twin. That's not his twin. That's his brother's twin. No, his brother. But uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and they were doing all that. Oh, why would they do that? Definitely him. That one hurt. Oh, that. that's the one for you. Nah. If yeah. you say serious, black... when they took serious, yeah. Oh, Am man. I the only one that thinks of Serious Jones and any battle rappers out there? Because every time
0: when they took serious, in in the movie they don't ex- they don't show this the way they do in the book. So in the book. Right before Christmas, uh, Sirius pulls Harry aside. Uh, right, Dar- Harry's going back to school after Christmas. Sirius pulls Harry aside and he's like, Yo, I just got you something small. Um, here, take it. And then Voldemort does like this little trick thing where he makes Harry think that Sirius is at uh, the Ministry of Magic in the Hall of Prophecies. And then Sirius dies... And Harry's back at Hogwarts, feeling like shit, like, damn, Valdy tricked me, got me with the psyche of mind. And then he feels <laughs> like something in his bag. He opens the bag, he opens the thing that Sirius gave him that he never opened, and there's a note that, and it's a mirror, and the mirror says, or er, the note, it says... Hey, me and uh, your dad used to use these mirrors when we were in separate detentions. If you look into the mirror and I have my mirror, we'll see each other and we can talk. So if Harry would have just opened that, flipped up his mirror, Yo, serious, you good? Yeah, no, I'm not at the Ministry of Magic. I'm actually at the crib chilling with Creature. Oh, good, good. We ain't got to go. Perfect. But they leave that out in the movie and like that's a big part of Showing that Voldy tricked Harry, and this is like Harry's like a angry dude in five. He's uh, they also leave out the fact that he's not named a prefect in five, and he's super sick. What it's like being one of the okay, remember how Umbridge made the Inquisitor squad for like all her favorites?
1: Who the the meanly, yeah, yes. Uh...
0: She made the Inquisitor squad. Well, a a prefect is when you're in your fifth year, if you're like really, really good, you get like the password. You get a special bathroom and you're like looked at as a leader within the school. And Harry just assumed it would be him from Gryffindor. But it was Ron and he was sick about that. And Dumbledore wasn't talking to him that whole book slash movie. And like they had come really close. But Dumbledore was worried if Voldy knows how close we are, he might try and use that on Young Hairs.
1: Yeah, I remember that in the movie. I don't remember the him not making the squad or the all team. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he didn't
0: make all. He didn't make all prefect. Um, what house would you be sorted into?
1: Gryffindor. Well, my niggas went to Gryffindor. What kind of stupid <laughs> question is that? I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you.
0: Um, what's your favorite spell?
1: My favorite spell, probably just a spectral
0: Yeah, all right, so what would your Patronus be? You know, you can like take quizzes online for this, but every time I take the quiz, I get whack stuff. Like, I want my Patronus to be a dragon. Like, my Patronus is a dragon.
1: Mm, I'm trying to think, what would mine be? I don't know, maybe a bird.
0: What (laughs) kind of bird? Like, just, just generic bird?
1: An eagle, I guess. I don't know. I feel like a bird coming out of your wand just looks cool.
0: Yeah, so does a dragon.
1: Yeah, but like, come on, you can't. Yeah, no, is no, no, I got a shoot dragon. shoot fire? Is it gonna yeah. shoot fire, or is it just gonna? It a little is, shit?
0: I, I don't know, but I know I got a dragon,
1: and a bird can fly <clears throat> away. Like his, the way his reindeer ran away it looked cool. Snapes or whatever that thing he had was.
0: Yeah, yeah, my, my mine can fly away too, cause I I got a winged dragon.
1: Nah, yours doesn't have wings.
0: Oh, now my dragon doesn't have wings. Um. You're allowed a cat, an owl, or a rat. What would you choose if you were at your first year in Hogwarts? These are good questions. An owl.
1: Them. What do you mean? Did you not see that when 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 they f- first off? How did oh Snape's lying ass? When remember when they first said everyone was Harry and yeah, they was it happened, out of there. The night
0: of the seventh Yeah,
1: the owls came first off. Harry. The only reason Harry got to go to school. It was owl gang. You don't remember one of them owls outside no, like of his I house? Remember. Exactly. So definitely an owl. What am I gonna do with that? And what was that the one? A cat. What is this? I don't even mean, remember cats in the movie. I remember the Her- professor Ma- was a cat. Uh, that's uh, McGonagall. She's
0: an animagus. Yeah. Which is somebody who can turn into an animal like Sirius did. Um, Hermione had a cat. Crookshanks. And I don't and I,
1: what were they doing besides Ram saying like you ate my rat? Like I don't remember I remember the owls coming to save people, delivering messages.
0: Oh my god.
1: And they were saving people. Who was your favorite teacher slash professor? My favorite teacher slash professor? Man. Hmm, let me think. Let me think. The that one dude that was a, a werewolf was he was he was professor favorite, he, he was cool. And that was uh, Harry's dad's man, like, as a kid. Uh, hated Snape. Always giving niggas necks in class. You know, the, just grabbing Harry and Ron's head the whole time. I hated him. Um, I'm
0: Gryffindor through and through. It's uh, Professor McGonagall for me. Unless you can count Dumbledore. Then it's Dumbledore. But if not, it's McGonagall for me. Who's that? The lady? Yeah, the lady who turned into a cat.
1: The lady who was like... I really liked her, but why didn't you let Harry go on the trip? He, he, he didn't have permission. Hey, come on, man. He don't got parents. Like they know. But he has guardians. He
0: they didn't they didn't know how bad his living situation was. They did know how bad his living situation was. But like, and why do the, they treat
1: him like that?
0: Um, there's actually a fan theory that they treated him like that because, um, you know how when Ron wears the Horcrux necklace too long, it makes him angry. Yeah. Um, that Harry made them angry because he had a part of Voldemort on him. He was a part of Voldemort. I don't give too much credence to that theory, but it is a theory. Um, I think it's because they just hated Harry. The sister wanted to go to Hogwarts, and she was really mad she couldn't. She even wrote Dumbledore a letter about it, like, "Yo, when's my letter coming?" And he and he had to write her back, like, "Yo, you not magic. The same for you."
1: I mean, that would <laughs> be kind of whack. <laughs>
0: Like, imagine I got my Hogwarts <laughs> letter, and you did it. <laughs> so, wait, you, you got to go to Reg, Reggie school and I'm just out here. POW, NIGGA! Abracadabra! <laughs> Alakazam! You'd be sick!
1: Yeah, that would be whack.
0: My... Um, do you feel like a Dumbledore loved Harry or do you feel like he used him as a pawn?
1: Oh, yeah. That's another question I got. How did he kill Harry but not kill Harry? He hit, he just hit Voldy, right? How did did Voldemort kill Harry but not kill
0: Harry? Yeah.
1: He killed the part of him that was living on Harry. And Voldemort knew that was going to... I mean, and uh, Dumbledore knew that was going to happen? Dumbledore thought that, but Dumbledore was also
0: willing to... Dumbledore thought that that might happen, but Dumbledore also thought just killing Harry would kill that part of Voldemort. Like, he was willing to sacrifice Harry to get rid of Voldemort. So if Voldemort did Avada Kedavra and it killed Harry and it also killed the part of Voldemort that was on Harry, Dumbledore was cool with that. So Harry really
1: have no one that had his back. Ron. That's Hermione. why Ron was. Yeah, Hermione was cool too, cause like she didn't sleep ever she just studied for this moment like she was really <laughs> practicing her whole life she even went back in time to be ready for this moment <laughs> like there was nobody more prepared than her oh we didn't even talk about my son what the fuck what is his name Longbottom Neville my son Neville he got active in the last one Neville he wasn't scary either <laughs> uh,
0: I like Neville Neville's yeah Neville
1: fun. Neville yeah, Neville was uh, hey, but,
0: like, Neville been down since day one like remember uh, you said you just watched the first one right I, I didn't finish it. Oh, I okay. finished everyone but the first one. All right. Well, Neville's going to do something that helps the crew, even though it,
1: it, it, he he does cool stuff. It's just It just doesn't look cool. I remember when his son Harry came back in. And why didn't... Dumbledore was a weird dude. Why didn't he tell his people about his brothers and stuff?
0: I think that is something he... Well, it's been written that he's very embarrassed about how he didn't uh, stop Grindelwald sooner. Who? Before Voldemort, there was another guy named Grindelwald.
1: So dude, we don't need a series on Dumbledore. This thing about stopping
0: nobody. He does <laughs> stop Grindelwald, but Dumbledore and Grindelwald were like, that was his man's. So he had a crush on Grindelwald. He's gay? Yeah. Dumbledore is? Yeah. That's how um, uh, Dumbledore's sister died. Um, him and Grindelwald and uh, his brother Aberforth. This
1: happens in the first movie. This all on just book stuff.
0: Um, this is in, this is probably in book seven where this is broken down.
1: They just don't put anything in the, in the movies,
0: huh? Well, the the book is 700 pages, 800 pages. The two hour movie is, damn, y'all y'all was really in it. This was a long time. So like, there's just stuff that you have to leave out. And like, while it's important to the lore, you can still tell the story without it. Man. All right. What were some of your questions?
1: They they cleared all them up in the What our comment at the end of the loan, once you stop watching the whole movie. Like I had a lot of Snape questions, but they just all.
0: What were some of your SNAP questions? Uh
1: I don't even remember because I answered them. There was a uh, Snape. What what is he? He did something. I don't when know. He killed
0: uh, Dumbledore.
1: Yeah, that was one of them. They answered that. He he did something else too.
0: Um, when he showed them where to find the sword of uh, Gryffindor
1: yeah 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 and then Harry naming his son after him so that's let me know he was a good dude like they just answered all the questions like as you Uh,
0: I'm still not all the way sure he was a good dude I think Harry's just a nice dude
1: the one thing why didn't Harry kill uh, that girl Beltrix? what's the shade? yeah why didn't he kill her that like like sometimes they, they needed a lot of they needed to be a little bit more Voldemort going around with Harry, especially if he had Voldemort in him. Like he definitely should have killed her, the other girl.
0: Um, he's just not that like that's just not Harry. Like he's he's the disarming dude. Like their the Eaters were able to yeah, find him like, because like, he was like, Expelliarmus when it should have been Avada Kedavra. Like Harry lives in a world where at 11 years old everybody gets a gun, basically. Like, they give you a wand. Everybody basically walks around with the hammer. It's Atlanta all over again. Everybody got the hammer from the age of 11. And Harry's the only one who sets his to stun. Like, there's a whole... Yeah, that was was the only
1: thing that made me mad. That was a little bit too fake. And, like, and and then during wartime... the was shooting for real the boys was shooting to kill but him and them was just shooting to knock people out and that was that was the only thing besides Ron Weasley's mom when she tried to kill her daughter I mean she didn't even use the kill I've never seen it that might have been the best spell when she hit that nigga with, the head with a with how and how she <laughs> in, and then she just ripped her back yeah, that one was OD yeah, 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 nah, yeah. Molly Weasley was a, They didn't know
0: Molly, how Molly gave
1: it up. Yeah, that one was OD. And Harry should have been doing shit like that, too. And because it's not like... These guys are,
0: like, bad kids. Like, these niggas are doing life in prison. All right, well, do you remember when Harry did have that moment? Um, Harry has it twice in... Um, book 6, Movie 6, uh, Half-Blood Prince. Um, he has the 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 potions book. And, like, he's getting all the answers in potions. And Snape's book. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, that was another question I had, but then I
1: found out again. It was Snape.
0: So I just had a question about Snape. Go but on. do you remember he, like, learns a spell from the book, and he hits Malfoy with it in the bathroom? Yeah. So, like, that was one time where Harry was, like, kind of with the shits, like, no, no, me and you were playing to kill. Like, when it, this ain't fun. It didn't look like he was playing to kill, though.
1: You don't remember Malfoy laying on the floor bleeding yeah, out? Yeah, but I'm saying like the okay, plan so, to kill is when uh, when I see that green shit come out. When niggas, whatever spell that is with the green uh, one,
0: Avada Kedavra. Yeah, that you when that, the that's
1: plan to kill. Because if you get hit with that, there is no bring you back to life or any last words. You're dead. Like,
0: all right. All right so Harry survived that curse twice. He's the only one.
1: The green one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a baby
0: and then. Uh, in the end of the movie. So even if he wasn't playing to kill with Malfoy, he was trying to hurt Malfoy. And then I do think he felt remorse about it with Malfoy. Like, damn, I didn't know that curse was going to do that. Because he had never used it in the in the margin. Snape just wrote the curse how to do it. And then it said, for enemies.
1: And Harry was like, oh, Malfoy's my enemy. Yappa yappa! I don't think Mouthware ever got the better of Harry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We'll like, we'll <laughs> like, like,
0: but then, like, Harry knew what it did when All he tried right. to use it on Snape. After Snape killed Dumbledore, Harry's chasing after him and he tries to use it on Snape. He knows what it does this time. And that's the only reason Snape yeah, and engages and Snape gets that, so mad. Nigga, my move on me?
1: That's like you trying to Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway. Yeah, but, like, Snape, it still wasn't the green spell. And he knew Mouthware was alive after that. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I'm saying like that's still not kill. Like, if he the way Harry was closer, done. But he's a killer. Clearly, it's not him. <laughs>
0: like, 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 clearly. Well, these are children's books. It's it's really tough to like make your main character like just a certified killer. No, he, no, no, no. I don't want
1: him to be. But I'm just saying like there has to like I'm saying like I really love the whole series. But I'm saying like there just has to be sometimes in the moment like. If there was ever time to be Voldemort. <laughs> like, this, 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 like, if they killed your girlfriend, the only family that you have left, and, like, she's running around. And not only did she just kill him, she's singing his name. <laughs> like, she's telling you. she, And then she's telling you, kill me. Like, if there's ever a time to kill somebody, it would be then.
0: And that's one of the times Harry used one of the unforgivable curses. And, uh-huh. like, there, I don't remember that. Game, uh, book four, movie four, remember, uh... Fake mad Eye Moody does, uh, kills all the spiders, or uses the three spiders with the three curses.
1: hmm What movie is that? The Hunger Games one?
0: Yes. He puts the spiders on the table. He, Avada Kedavra's one. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Um, Harry used one of those on Bellatrix, at least in the book she did, and she's like telling him, you're not even doing it right, you're not angry enough. He uses,
1: uh, the torture. Oh, I think he did, okay, okay, I remember that. And, like, I remember that.
0: He's only used an unforgivable curse a couple times. He used it uh, to trick the goblin in Green Gods to let them into the vault. Yeah, and then he used it on her, and like she's like, "Son, I just killed your godfather, my cousin, and
1: yeah. you're still not mad enough." That's not gonna do it, Chief. Yeah, like see, they, they, like I thought he should have killed him, and I thought he should have been shooting at Snape to kill Snape just because he killed Dumbie. Like, at the end, I just thought he would have just... Why are you dying? I thought he would have just ran down... <laughs> First of all, Dumby's hilarious. <laughs> like, I just thought he would have just... Ended him. You don't think he should have, like... At least, like, even if he didn't, like, he should have just let niggas know, like... Oh, I'm not afraid to shoot my shit. Like, it was a little too much, like... It's really tough as... Because
0: this is a children's book. Like, remember what I told you... What about the movies? Said about yeah, but, like, the, it's still based on the children's book. Like... Ron, J.K. Rowling Damn, wanted Ron me. to be uh, what call it? Like a dude who just ran around cursing the whole time, and her editor was like, "Oh, for our target demographic, he he, he just really can't be like that." Like Ron was supposed to be fuck shit bitch Scooby Doo up, like that was supposed to be him, and like it had to be changed. So like having the main character just yeah, when Harry gets angry, angry, he'll blast it on you. Like he's the disarming guy. He's he's a defensive guy. Like he was teaching them defensive spells when he was running Dumbledore's army, which is No, I, I, I'm
1: things. not saying I don't want him to be vulnerable. I don't want him to be a killer. I'm just saying like there's just sometimes like you thought yeah, like his, he his yeah, just, like his you baca, get with an emotion. And then he could have like sat down and be like I probably should have never did that, <laughs> but I'm just saying And, the, and like, you, there's no way you have such a clear head, especially someone dealing with that much trauma.
0: But when, I don't think he. I just don't think he's a killer. I don't think it's a clear head. I think that was as far as Harry can go. Is I'm not a killer. If, some, all
1: right, if someone runs down on us, me, Catholic <laughs> school man, my whole life. And they shoot you, and somehow the gun slides to be <laughs> a boned fucking head off. Like, what do you mean? Did that make me a killer? No. And then, the you know the moment, <laughs> he killed my man, so now you got to fucking die. What do you mean? This, is no way. I'm just saying. Does that, that, that doesn't make sense to you? Oh, my God. What is <laughs> that? That just, but I'm not no killer. I'm not like that. I'm just saying, like, that doesn't make
0: sense to you? I get it. I, I, I hear you. Um, the only point I can make is, like, if this was built for older people, but, like, it started as a children's book. It's very hard to have your main character be a killer, like... But he wouldn't be a killer, though. No, he wouldn't be a murderer. He'd be a killer. Like, I couldn't... uh, Luke, Luke Skywalker. Like, we can go through a lot of stuff. It's very rare that your main character kills people in cold blood. Your main character um, will fight beasts and kill robots and stuff like that. But, like, another living person, it's just not stuff that happens in things that were primarily... That were not even primarily, but originally made for children.
1: I mean, I guess. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like... And I get
0: it from, like, a realistic... Uh, perspective just like I think
1: that's why people liked Arrow so much because like, I was like wait he's really he's he's shooting he's for real everything. Yeah. he was shooting people out windows he wasn't even like easy deaths; like he was giving them the most painful deaths I've ever seen I said oh, yeah I gotta watch this season like that's what's was cool to me
0: well but that's uh, what you're saying is sort of how I feel about the difference between shows on like Showtime and HBO compared to regular cable there's just times where you need to say the F word like it just like two dudes are arguing and he's like, I can't believe you and you're like, in this real life he would have, in real life he would've been like, Yo, I can't fucking believe you but like you can't say it on cable and I think that's what helps Showtime and HBO just be a little bit better because you're like, Oh no, they're 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 talking how they'd really talk in this argument.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Nobody
0: tucks their F word in an argument in real life.
1: My son Ron Weasley though. Yeah.
0: All right. Do you have anything else on Harry?
1: Nah, I mean I thought the series great. Sick it came to an end. But uh All right. So the next question is, will you watch the Fantastic Beast movies? That little the guy that
0: looks like Harry? I guess,
1: yeah. Well, it's
0: supposed to be them. It's it's built in the Harry Potter world. It's maybe 40, 50 years before Harry's time.
1: Oh, it's before? It's before, yes. So there should be a lot of Voldemort going around as well. No, I'm no, there. it's
0: not Voldemort. No. Uh, Grindelwald is the main villain in this. And the next movie should have a giant duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald.
1: Um, they might be out on Dumby. Like, now that we talked through this shit. All <laughs> right, so what, what, what did Dumby do? Well, he, was, he was raising lambs. So that's, that's lambs that. Lambs to the slaughter, okay. Okay. He was it's the secretive man, just not telling shit.
0: Well, who is he supposed to be telling?
1: What do you mean? I thought, well, I guess if you're going to kill a nigga, you don't need to tell him your secrets, huh? Yeah. If you just raising them. I'm just saying, but like, they, they don't play like you're my man's then. But I don't. <clears throat> <clears throat> like he was um, just... The greater good is
0: something he says a lot, and I don't think he wanted Harry to die, but I also don't think he wanted a million people to die if Harry's death could prevent it. If Harry's death could make Voldemort killable again,
1: you need to take that but risk. But who was going to kill Voldy? Like, the prophecy said that Harry had to be the one to do it. I think anybody can kill him after... So why did the prophecy say that?
0: I think anybody can kill him after Voldemort kills Harry. One, they have to die by the other one.
1: Yeah, so, I, so I'm confused. So
0: if, if... My interpretation is we are out of the prophecy... Once Voldemort kills Harry, like now somebody else can kill him because Harry's no longer there. Like one has to kill the other.
1: And who was going to kill him? I thought Harry was the best bet.
0: Harry was the best bet, but like he did not even die without Harry. Like without them killing that part of Voldemort that was on Harry, he couldn't die. Like, that was why they had to kill, uh, crush all the Horcruxes. They
1: had to get No, rid no, of them. I get that part, but I'm just saying. And he had the older wand, too. The elder one the, the, the fake one. Whatever. But he
0: didn't own the elder wand.
1: And how did Harry own it?
0: Um, because...
1: <coughs> they said, he's told me at the end of the movie. Just sound like, so that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> that, right, was, that was a weird moment.
0: A, explain what you think happened, and I'll do my best to clarify.
1: It just it seemed like it was a hoe. It seemed like whoever the, he thought was the strongest was the wand went to. And that's exactly what happened. Wand, no. <laughs> yes, it was. He just did a lot of, oh, you disarmed him, you the nigga now. Oh, you disarmed him, now you the nigga. Yeah, guy. so what What everybody thought about
0: the Elder Wand was you had to kill the previous owner. You just had to disown him. You just had to win the duel, yeah. And Malfoy disarmed
1: Dumbledore. No, no, they they said it at the end of the thing. It was it was fake to me. But I guess. Um Harry uh, eventually becomes the master of death. Oh yeah, that's another thing. What? I don't remember that. But uh why did Harry break the wand? And did you see Ron Weasley's face? I knew he wanted to up the shit at least one time. <laughs> at least before you break it, let me see how powerful it is. He um, was like, How'd you do that, mate? Like <laughs> I know he was sick.
0: Okay, so the Master of Death means Harry had all three of the Deathly Hollows in his possession.
1: Oh, the wand, the stone, and uh, his cloak. the cloak. Yeah, and how did Harry get the cloak? I don't remember that. I know what happens early in the movie when he's like young.
0: Um, Harry gets the cloak from Dumbledore because it was Harry's dad's. How was it Harry's dad's? Harry's dad's are descendant descendants of the three brothers. Like that's Harry's family tree. Oh, okay. So Dumbledore had the cloak when uh, Harry's dad died because Dumbledore had seen it and he wanted to study it because he said, I think this is the cloak of the Deathly Hallows. Like, I think this is the cloak they talk about in the Legends. Okay. Because there's other invisibility cloaks, but like, you notice how like, you couldn't like, magic Harry's off. Like, you couldn't be like, reveal-o, and like, it pop off Harry. Other ones you could do that, like this one is clearly special.
1: Harry's was OT.
0: Um before we get done, can I tell you another Harry Potter theory that's just probably my favorite one? Yeah, go ahead. You know the story of the three brothers and the cloaks or and, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the Deathly Hollows. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a theory that the that Valdy, Harry, and Snape are the three brothers. Not not literally brothers, but they each represent a brother. So Valdi is who's Valdi?
1: The wand guy.
0: Yeah. Um, he wants power. Like that's Voldemort's whole thing. I want to be in control. I want power.
1: Who's Snape? I'm guessing the stone dude. Harry. Why? Yeah. Why is Snape okay, the stone? Because Harry just doesn't like to do be seen. I don't even no, know no, why no. he's the Snape.
0: Snape is the stone dude because remember the first, the second brother with the stone goes crazy over his lost loved one.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: Snape's whole motivation is Harry's mom, who's dead.
1: Uh, I don't know if he loved it that much, because he sure was playing both sides of the fence a lot. (laughs) He He was. He's a (laughs) both-sides-ass nigga, for real. And then
0: Harry is the third one, because the third one greets death as a friend. And the, the last part of this is Dumbledore is death. So when Harry dies and goes to white it out, King's Cross... Yeah, I didn't get that. It's sort of like what Harry's mind built death to be. Like, this is death, this is where I would cross over. He crossed over from the Muggle world to the Wizarding world at King's Cross. This is where he would cross over in death. Okay. And meeting... If Dumbledore is death, doesn't Harry greet him like an old friend after... When they're there and they have that conversation.
1: Yeah, Harry is a forgiving dude. Now that I'm thinking... <laughs> now that I talk this all out, why is why is he just too forgiving for me? <laughs>
0: Man. So, uh, I guess just... What are your thoughts on that theory? That Dumbledore's death and Harry, Snape, and Voldy are representative of the three brothers?
1: I feel like they just made them theories up.
0: I, d- I do think those theories are made up, but I think that they fit. I thought that... The- this is definitely my favorite Harry Potter theory.
1: I mean, I don't know, cause like, yeah, Voldy wanted the power. I'll give you that one. Snape is obsessed
0: with yeah, but
1: he's not really. That's a, his obsession. My definition obsession is clearly
0: different. He just he's, well, but like Snape is a weird dude. Um, I think the best way to show that Snape does still care about Lily is. Snape's Patronus is the same as hers and that is a sign of love in the
1: hand remember when they got ambushed that was Snape yeah but
0: if you're giving information to both sides you gotta give some good information what do you mean
1: they could've
0: done that was
1: the best information.
0: But like, like, right just, off the rip, they got into the sky. <laughs> they was like, "Oh, this!" They were right there. Imagine if he would have just kept giving whack information. Snake,
1: whose side you really on? You are He you died know. anyway. <laughs> his, his fate was already determined. And then he had he, he died the most painful way. Clearly, uh, the bite by the snake. What do you mean? He slit his throat first. He slit his throat first, and then said Nakia. Eat, <laughs> or Nagini whatever his name was and it wasn't even like she just swallowed him whole pause she was hey, she was biting him she said Arr! and then she like she hit the, oh man first off and how was he talking after? that was another thing after he slit his throat and then he got bit and then he had tears and Nakina didn't even finish eating or the snake whatever the snake's name is
0: um plot progression like they needed him to be alive enough for Harry to get get the, never stuff get, for the gave him the snake um, real quick, uh, so having a matching Patronus as somebody... Wait, oh, yeah,
1: another question I got. How can, what do I call him? How can Ron talk, uh... Parcel tongue? Just because Harry talks in his sleep? I thought they couldn't even understand that stuff.
0: I'd imagine it's, like, picking up another language, like Spanish. I don't think he's fluent in it, but I think he was... I can say enough. Like, you've been...
1: They shared a room for the last seven years. They've been best friends. Harry, he was always around. I remember, I remember when he said, You believe this, Robert? She said, Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, said, I said, yeah, Ron is really always 10 toes. Yeah, Ron was my guy.
0: All right, just real quick. Having a matching Patronus has been shown. You're, if you're in love with somebody, your Patronus can change to match theirs. And we saw this with uh, Tonks and Professor Lupin. Um, Tonks is used to. Uh, Who's I, Tonks? The girl who changes her hair. Um, don't, uh, Madi, Professor Madi's like, come on, Nymphadora, and she's like, don't call me Nymphadora, and then, uh, she changes her hair color, and she's making pig faces with Ginny in one of the movies. Maybe I skipped that movie. I don't remember that one. It's a minor detail, but her and Professor Lupin, uh, fall in love, and they have a child named Teddy together. And her Patronus changes Oh, that guy yeah. okay, okay. Her Patronus changes into his. And so if Snape's is the same as Lily's, that's a sign in this world that there is love, even if his love is weird and in a strange way.
1: And why didn't Dumbledore save him from voting? Save who? Her his parents. He I, said they trusted the wrong people, but I thought he was the the, the guy. No, he wasn't the secret keeper. What's the secret keeper?
0: The secret keeper I just was... meant
1: the, the, the protection guy. I don't know what that... Oh, but yeah, oh, oh, well,
0: well, well, he couldn't be around all the time. What? And there was a chance that it wasn't Harry. He would have had to be in two places at once. At all.
1: At so all where time. did he go? He went to the other baby's house.
0: I don't think he went to either baby's house. He thought so... their secret was safe. You needed uh, to... Somebody needed to tell you the Potter's location for you to be able to find them. Like remember how, book five, movie five again, my favorite one, so I always go back to it. Remember how you couldn't see a Grimwald place, and how it like stretched out.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you couldn't like you needed to know somebody who knew where it was needed to tell you where it is in order for you to get in. Okay. So they were safe until. That that rat guy. Until Peter Pettigrew gave them up. But Peter Pettigrew chopped off his pinky or whatever and then turned into a rat and made everybody believe that it was Sirius who gave up their location. And that's how Sirius wound up in Azkaban.
1: Man. So how did Voldy die the first time? So
0: Voldy dies the first time because love is a special kind of magic. So since Harry's mom died protecting Harry... Voldemort can't harm him. So when he shoots the killing curse at Harry, it bounces back and hits him because of the magical protection of love. And Voldemort's soul has been split so many times. Like, Voldemort, like when Voldemort's soul split so many times, it's like, wait, wait, I'm about to die? Not on duty. Not on duty. So it jumped on Harry's head, formed the scar, and that was the eighth Horcrux that Voldy never meant to create
1: why don't he just meet more horcrocks though like clearly he got more than eight bodies or you just can't keep spilling your soul that much i don't know well i think well he, he probably just figured if nigga could be 8 times deserve the I, I think well there's
0: a, there's a time where he doesn't realize one he doesn't realize that harry's a Horcrux. or else he would have never avada kedavra him in the shit you know what i mean um, two, I don't think he thinks people are gonna get to them. Like he set up protections. Um, as mad as he is at Lucius Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy is one of his most trusted people. He gave him the diary. <laughs> that's why he's so mad at Malfoy when he comes back and he's like, "Yo, where, where's that book I gave you?" And Malfoy is like, eh, "You know, know I mean, that's well, why." He he's it mad.
1: Gen- yeah. Okay. Um, so he should have killed him.
0: Um, the ring. He tried. He punished him. He tried to have Malfoy, uh, Draco killed. Like, yeah. that's why Draco is tasked with killing Dumbledore. It's to punish Lucius. Like, we're talking about the greatest wizard of all time and a dude you said that always loses to Harry. And now he's supposed to kill the greatest wizard of all time? Like, it's clearly a punishment for Lucius Malfoy. Like, ah, oh, you keep fucking up, huh? Why do you think he made Malfoy's house the his home base? To make him uncomfortable in his own home. Yeah, this is your house, but I'm the boss here. I thought it was just because he was the richest. No, no, no. These are punishments for Malfoy. These are punishments for Lucius, Malfoy. Like, you fucked up the thing. You wasn't really holding it down for me yeah, that He daily. ran. he ran during the fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he wasn't holding it down for... Like, this is a punishment. Uh, Draco's gotta kill him. That's why... Uh, Bellatrix and Draco's mom go see Snape and make him do the unbreakable vow like if Draco gets jammed up you'll kill Dumbledore for him
1: yeah that makes sense she was a good mom yeah she held it down I didn't really like the Lucius what's her name yeah Lu- uh, Lucius sucked He was why he didn't do anything good
0: um, do you want to talk about all the times Malfoy lost to Harry hey, he only
1: got Harry one time that was in the train when Harry thought he was low with that. Uh, with the invisibility cloak. How did he know? Cause Harry must have moved, right? He had, yeah, I think
0: uh, Harry moved. He aight stomped
1: Harry's nose. Boy, did he! Good God! Like that was like, I really hate you, type shit. He beat the shit out of Harry that one time, but every other time he. That's book done. six, too. That's
0: uh, when he's got to be a Death Eater, or that's when he's got to kill Dumbledore. Is what I should say.
1: But like, for someone like to be his rival or like his fake rival. Wasn't a lot of rivalry going on. It was just Harry whooping his ass every chance he got. Harry beat him so many times. He got him the, the bathroom was by far the worst. The bathroom and is bad. The the they duelled once. He met in cheated two. in book two, and then duel. and then Harry got up and blasted that fool. <laughs> and then he would always zip him up in Quidditch. Like it was. He even bad. zipped
0: him up on like the on the first broom thing, like when he threw Neville's remember all, and Harry flew on the broom. What's that? He throws the little ball in the first movie.
1: See, I didn't finish the first movie.
0: Th- it's got to be like thirty minutes into the first movie. Where
1: are you, Cuz? I remember I Dumbledore's light switch lighting thing. Oh, out. you are not I, far into
0: the first movie. Okay, it's how
1: Harry gets on the Quidditch team. See, I. I okay, I you'll think. see that. Sun just started at two. Yeah, because I don't want to see Harry. When I want to see Harry doing gangster shit. I want to see Harry. But I guess the first movie is kind of important. Yeah, <laughs> it sort of sets the tone. Um, it's why. We'll get into it.
0: You'll text questions later, like, yo. Um, you have anything else?
1: Nah, I think that's it, honestly.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Shaw's Law Podcast. Special thanks to my brother for hopping on and doing a Pelicans slash Harry Potter podcast. Oh, man. Make sure you go follow the homie at JShaw03245. He might even throw you guys a little uh, free DraftKings advice. Who knows? But this has been the Shaw's Law Podcast. I'm Rob Shaw, a.k.a. the Pod God, a.k.a. Harry Potter. And we are just about done with 30 teams in less than 30 days. Peace.